Today is February 12th, 2014. Abraham Lincoln was born February 12th, 1809. And today, for a very special torture vision, we are covering Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, a movie from 2012. The Internet Movie Database summary says... Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States, discovers vampires are planning to take over the United States. He makes it his mission to eliminate them. Welcome to Torture Vision. Hello, my name is Anthony, and this is my co-host, Brandon. Hello. And uh, first off, I want to say, fuck Abraham Lincoln for it being his birthday today, because this was an awful movie. Well, it's not technically his fault. <laughs> well, um, okay, let's... I know I'm not a history buff. I don't think you are a history buff. Neither were the writers of this movie. <laughs> but so. what do you know about Abraham Lincoln? Mm, I, I know he didn't fight vampires. That's the obvious. <laughs> no, he he did fight vampires, and uh, and he kept a little journal. That's how we know what happened, Brad. But no one read the journal. Dummy. <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning. Um, I like that that joke with Bill Hicks, where um, where he's talking about presidents, and um, and like any time there's a new president, they pull down like the uh, the projector and they show him a different uh um film from uh, kennedy when he was shot and they're like any questions <laughs> it's like they also show him the book um that abraham uh, lincoln wrote this whole movie yeah i <laughs> i i don't know what to say about this this was horrible it was like in in within the first five minutes i knew this was going to be bad but it was just just torturous to sit through it was such a boring <laughs> awful movie the fight scenes were terrible um, it was flashy though like that's what they spent all their it, money on even the cgi was garbage yeah well most of it was like smoke and dust and stuff like floating particles of embers or whatever like that's that's where all the money went into this stupid film yeah it starts with Abraham Lincoln as a child, and um, his parents get attacked by vampires. Let's just start there. I, I say parents, his mom. His dad is nowhere to be seen. It's nighttime. His mom is laying in bed alone. He's on the floor above her, looking down upon her. He sees someone enter the house that's not his father. It's this stranger who, who slowly approaches his mother, is going to harm her in some way, he remains completely silent. Well, he doesn't know he's, he's going to harm her, but yeah, he, he's... It doesn't matter. It's a stranger in your home. Yeah, you don't exactly. scream and say, like, hello. Can I help you? Yeah. Yeah, or anything. Or say, you know, there's an intruder in the house. And then when his mother is sick the next morning, it's dawn, uh, his father is there with a doctor. Now, the father just shows up out of nowhere. Where he's been all night, who knows? But uh, he's there. With, the father's there with a doctor. They're looking over the sick mother, and still, little Abraham Lincoln doesn't say, "Hey, there was a stranger that came in last night. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he was up to shenanigans. Maybe that's why mom's sick." Yeah, he gives no, no help whatsoever. Yeah, nothing. And then at their funeral, 
the mom's being buried and Lincoln's father says, you promise me. And I, I swear to God, I thought, I wrote in my notes, I thought he was going to say, you promise me, you'll tell us the next time there's an intruder in our home. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, you promise me, you won't go and do anything foolish. Like, meaning going to attack the person that attacked his mother. Cause they kind oh, of that's what you got from that? I guess that's right. I... Yeah, I, I guess. Like, that's why I even skipped that part in the synopsis. Like, there's a whole intro that it, it doesn't even matter. None of this matters. Like, they didn't put any thought in this story. Why should I put any thought in retelling it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you'll just hurt yourself. There's no continuity in um, in the laws of physics that they uh, they present in this film. Because uh, that guy who did, like, attack uh, Abe's mom in the middle of the night, um, when the dad was, like, fucking whores or something, <laughs> um, he uh, he gets shot by Abe um, with, like, one of those... It's not a musket, but it's, like, a handgun, but it's one of those guns you have to put, like, the powder in, and then, like, the little bit of cloth, and then you gotta put the ball in, and then the, the ram inside, like, every time you want to shoot something... Um, so like he shoots the vampire in the face and, and the bullet stops because of his eye. Like the guy is so strong cause he's like undead vampire dude. Um, the bullet like stops in his eye and I thought that was, that was like, wow, like they're like super hardcore apparently. And then later in the film he how does he kill that vampire? He shoots him in the other eye, and and the bullet goes right through the, his entire face. I thought right, that just was bullshit. A more powerful gun, but there was nothing special about it. <laughs> Even if it was a more powerful gun, like still, like things things don't make sense throughout the entire film. Um, right, like during his fight scene with that vampire, right before he shot him in the eye, the vampire takes Lincoln's face and slams it through the dock like they're fighting on the edge of a river and like the wood explodes and splinters right. everywhere and you would think that would kill a human being instantly because it would but no <laughs> like lincoln survives and all he gets is like a little cut on his forehead and he gets uh like a black <laughs> eye kind of yeah what was up but with then, that eye situation <laughs> you watch that whole first part of the movie his eye is hurt and then in the very next scene, it's okay, and he can open it wide. And then the next scene, it goes back to hurt. It's just back and forth nonstop with that eye for the <laughs> first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just bad. that eye just constantly, like, it's like an infection that never heals. <laughs> yeah. It keeps getting swollen, and then in the next scene, he opens it wide open. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was garbage. But uh, then there's, like, another guy who saves his life. Um, his like his role is the um, uh, the teacher, if you will, of Abe, and teaches him how to be a vampire hunter. Because like vampires are all super strong, so you know you gotta train to to kill them. So like, what do you do, right? Like you you pro possibly think of you know a stake in the heart, or like talk about silver or something like that. No, what he does is he teaches this guy to be exactly like Peter Pan, except thinking angry thoughts will get you strong enough that you could be just as strong as a vampire. Like, I can understand in this, you know, fantasy world where vampires exist, that vampires would be stronger than humans. I mean, like, they are undead. They're doing something that you can't do right now. So, you know, he's he's got super strength. But 
the fact that humans, like, if you're just angry enough and you're constantly thinking those angry thoughts, just like Peter Pan when he's thinking happy thoughts, he could fly. In this movie, you think angry thoughts and you become just as strong as vampires. Right. So it's it's like the dark side from Star Wars, except you want to go there. <laughs> you want to go to the dark side. Anger is your power. And if you're angry enough, you can chop down a tree in one swing. Yeah. Yeah. What what else um, would you say that you know of Abraham Lincoln? It's like he always wears that top hat, right? So oh, yeah. Um, did you know that that top hat was made out of steel or something? It was like it was indestructible. Made of silver. Silver. <laughs> it was like an you in- could stand on it. You can use it if you need a little step stool. That's why. That's why people <laughs> wore top hats back then. I had no idea. Yeah. This movie tells you uh, this. This podcast sounds retarded, but no, like this movie is just that retarded. Um, well, it's just all over the place, and at a certain point, I got down to the very bottom of my page of writing notes, and I just stopped, because <laughs> yeah. when I write too many notes, it gets really hard to um, to find exactly what I was looking for, Yeah, um, and the stupid was just piling up so high so early on that I just, I basically gave up, yeah. and then halfway through, we started talking about something completely <laughs> different that had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> And started laughing when we realized we were doing it. Yeah. Because we were just so bored with it. You paused the movie so we can finish talking about whatever nonsense we were talking about. I was like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> like, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm just trying to pass the time because this movie's so bad. Well, and it's so long, too. <laughs> yeah, it is long. I don't know how long it was, but yeah, it was It was long. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, we started this movie and it's still going. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So, like, Abraham Lincoln, he realizes he's not good with shooting things because he had that bad example shooting that vampire square in the face. Like, I'd say he's pretty good, actually, if, like, he got him right in the eye. But the first, the very (laughs) first, that was the second time he tried to fire it. The very first time he tried to fire his gun, his gun jammed. And that caused a problem. Oh, yeah. What that, was that scene? you got to bring that up. Well, that, that one time he tried to fire a gun and it misfired. That It's a malfunction, yeah. That he, he lost faith in guns from that point forward. And so that's when he teams up with his vampire hunter friend. Uh, the vampire hunter friend says, like, I can give you all sorts of weapons, badass weapons, uh, all guns. And he says, I don't believe in firearms. Like, I've always had more luck with an axe. It's like you had one misfire, <laughs> idiot. Yeah, but like, what was more important, which I thought you were going to say about that scene, is when that gun malfunctions and doesn't shoot the vampire later on, like because uh, Abe's like locked in a little room or whatever. He goes, uh, he goes. There are two types of men: <laughs> one that like has the guts to shoot, and the other one that doesn't. And like, but <laughs> what is what does that little taunt mean? Like. <laughs> Abe had the guts to shoot. The only reason you're not dead, vampires, because the gun misfired. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking retarded. Like, he was, yeah, taunting Abe, and it was supposed to be, like, calling him a sissy. And <laughs> it totally backfired. It was retarded. Yeah, I feel like we're we're still, like, all over the place on this movie. To try and reel it in, Abraham Lincoln meets this guy who is apparently a professional vampire hunter. And now that Abraham Lincoln knows that vampires exist... He wants to be a vampire hunter, too. So the uh, the vampire hunter says... Uh, first, he's, like, super condescending. Uh, it Like, wh- why does every professional... Like, when, when you meet a professional vampire hunter for the first time, or any kind of professional in any of these horror movies or 
special movies that the guy the guy who trains you is always like just treats you like a dumbass for not knowing that vampires have existed <laughs> almost everyone is clueless to this fact yeah so why is he treating abe like an asshole because he is an asshole not abe but you know the fucking teacher dude right so then so then finally he's like okay yeah vampires exist you need to i'll give you some weapons abe says no i i'll use my axe which we've never even seen proficiency with the axe either. That's never been established, but whatever. <laughs> so then now we get this scene where Abe is like learning to fight with his axe. And I just wrote down, is he learning to fight with an axe or is he is he trying out for uh, cheerleader tryouts? <laughs> because he does more like swing, like it's like flare tending. Like you ever see a bartender who like pours the drinks all special, like flipping glasses behind his back and stuff. Does a bunch of stuff that doesn't re- like involve pouring you a glass. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's basically a flare tender yeah. with an axe. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> None of these things would, like he doesn't learn how to use it at all yeah and then so he teaches him like be angry and then like he can like destroy a whole tree like chop down an entire tree with in just one swing yeah with just your anger so then after all that training the vampire hunter says uh do you know why silver is so important do you know why it kills vampires and it all ties back to like judas selling out jesus for for silver coins uh Anyway, that's that's unimportant. The, the main thing is that silver hurts a vampire in this universe. So he says, "What are we What are we going to do to make your axe better? We're going to pour. We're going to melt some silver and then pour it on the tip of your axe. Like, why not make a whole axe head out of silver? Instead, what he did by pouring that molten uh, silver all over his axe, he just dulled the axe blade. <laughs> that's all it did. Yeah, and the silver would just chip off like the first time you hit anything with it. That too. Yeah. Yeah, it was a horrible plan. Yeah, they never like had to re, you know, varnish or whatever the silver on his axe. Like, yeah, and never once it, like from that point forward, you never see a big glob of molten silver on his axe. Right. It's just a regular axe now. Yeah, and he never gets another axe, but yet like while he's fighting out of nowhere for like no explanation um the axe is like a completely different axe like in one scene the axe turns into a rifle and then like in the other scene it's got a bayonet on it right and and it like contracts and like moves it's not even like a piece of wood anymore and yet like these vampires who are very strong like they can slam you through you know the dock and break all the wood or you know throw you up two stories high you know that sort of thing um the uh the axe handle which is like made out of wood or arguably like something else now that it's made out of like it's a gun too the core has to be metal because it's a rifle but anyways like the outside looks like wood and even if it was solid metal like like uh, vampires are strong enough to break this shit so they're strong enough to pick up horses and throw them around like they're nothing <laughs> like a bag of potatoes <laughs> yeah actually i think a bag of potatoes would have been harder to throw around like they did that horse <laughs> yeah. but um uh, but anyways like as as he's fighting a vampire he like puts the uh the handle in the vampire's mouth like just as like he's getting ready to bite somebody and uh and it just stops him like it doesn't um vampire can't bite through it yeah like it's it's that strong like so the consistency 
of how strong e- either Abe or vampires, it doesn't matter, like depending on what you're seeing, it goes back and forth from them being really strong to them being super weak. So like, am I supposed to believe that, I don't know, like it comes and goes, like like Abe isn't angry enough in one scene than he is in the other, or like what does it vampires have to do to be strong? Is it anger too? Like who, who fucking knows? Well, and also you said with that axe being also a gun and also a knife of some sort. Like, yeah, it, you you said it best by saying it was like Felix the Cat's axe, <laughs> yeah, like his magic bag of tricks. <laughs> yeah. That axe was whatever it needed to be. Yeah, just like the vampires were as weak as they needed to be for whatever the the scene they were writing, or they were as strong as they needed to yeah. be. Abe was as strong or as weak as he needed to be. Uh, the physics, everything, just the laws of the universe were constantly changing in this film. I'll I'll buy that. This is Abraham Lincoln, and we're fighting vampires. Like, that's fine. That's what I signed on for. With If I had a problem with that, I shouldn't be watching a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> but at a certain point, I do expect some kind of realism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, something else that I thought was, uh, was, like, really bad at showing consistency was the teacher. The teacher is... Um, is teaching Abraham Lincoln how to fight vampires. Why? Like, they don't establish it until later on in the film that he himself is a vampire. And um, they show you this back scene where his, him and his wife or whatever are sitting out, outside in the, in the middle of the road. The yeah. teacher and his wife. Yeah, I don't know his name. Um, but anyways, yeah, the teacher and his wife are, are outside in the middle of the road. And uh, the teacher is standing in the road, and his wife, girlfriend, something like that, is in the carriage, and a bunch of vampires show up, and um, and he knows like it's trouble, so yeah. he tells he tells his fucking girlfriend or wife or whatever to get in the carriage. Well, the, yeah, the horse-drawn carriage like apparently <laughs> has a broken wheel or something. And uh, he tells us... Oh, is that why they were on the side of the I, road? I think so. He didn't stop them later on when they had a broken wheel going through that house. Right. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, yeah, so his, his wife's in the carriage, and uh, the, the carriage has a busted wheel, I guess. It's just stuck. And uh, when when these vampires come to attack these two for no good reason, the teacher tells the wife, "Is get in the carriage. Well, she's already in the carriage. Then he says, here, take this, and he hands her a gun. And then the last thing he says, he goes, run. (laughs) Run where? Run in place in the carriage, or do you now want me to leave the carriage? And the dialogue in this movie was just fucking atrocious. Yeah, she didn't run, by the way. No, she just sat there, and she didn't use the gun. (laughs) She didn't. She followed the first rule, stay in the carriage. Yeah. Yeah, that was retarded. But anyway, so the vampire kills her, and she doesn't turn into a vampire because she's pure. Yeah, he ex- he takes the time to explain that. He bites her and then says, like, ah, oh, she had a pure spirit, so she won't come back as undead. Yeah. But you, when I bite you, you'll, you'll be a vampire. And uh, so the teacher is bitten. He becomes a vampire. But he's still furious, like, he killed my wife. So he goes to kill the uh, the head vampire of this little gang, and uh, he can't do it. He raises his arm, he's got, a, he's got a knife in his hand, he raises it to the head vampire, and he goes to try to stab him, but he just can't physically do it. Yeah, it's like two magnets, when you put them together the wrong right. way, like, they propel each other, it's like that. And the, va- the head vampire says, that's, you know, 
the the funny thing about the universe the the one law that remains constant <laughs> or something like we we can't kill each other yeah something about god having a sense of humor or something like that it was dumb we can't we can't harm one another but then at the very end of the film this head vampire and this teacher get in a fight and the head vampire gives all sorts him. of pain to like yeah. throws his head through you know wooden crates and whatnot it's they they don't keep a single thing constant in this film. Yeah, nothing nothing is consistent. Like, <laughs> like like when Abraham Lincoln he's he knows that silver kills a vampire, and so they coat his axe with silver, making it ineffectual. But unless he strikes a vampire, I guess he he goes after his first vampire. He does hit him with the axe, and that's how the vampire dies. The next vampire he kills by shoving his head in a bank vault and decapitating <laughs> no him. No yeah, silver. it's not a silver bank vault. It's just a regular <laughs> bank vault. And then the next one, like you could maybe argue, like maybe there was some sort of silver alloy in the bank vault. Some coins metal. or something. Yeah, some some coins. Maybe you could fight that. <laughs> the very next vampire, he just kills with fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So some silver fire? Magic fire? What, what is that? <laughs> Even the vampire that he killed in the bank vault... He like he shoved his head in there and it like went where your mouth would go like that's where it split his face and then the next scene is that same vampire with his head cut off like in the casket or whatever in the ground like the consistency of even how like that vampire died <laughs> yeah there were no no cut wounds around his neck or around his his mouth it was just he was just completely decapitated yeah it was retarded so, like, Abe goes to this place, and, like, that's where he starts fighting these vampires, but he meets Mary Todd, who, like, he eventually marries, you know, like, we know that through history, and uh, and she's engaged to somebody, and Abe breaks the rules that the teacher gave him, like, you're not supposed to have any friends, you're not supposed to date anybody, you're only supposed to kill the people I put on a list, and, like, all he wants to do is, you know, kill, Abe wants to kill that one who uh, killed his mom, um, but like that name never comes, so uh, he's like he's dating um, Mary Todd. So like if he's gonna break that rule, and he's got like a black friend because like that's taboo, you know, like because to have friends in general. Yeah, yeah, but it's taboo to have like a black friend back then, even. So like like he's breaking all these rules, and um, and Mary Todd's engaged to somebody. In one dialogue, they establish that they eventually go on dates like they go dancing they go on picnics um they eventually get they're married out, they're out through all hours of the night yeah yeah like there's it would be like a daytime picnic that lasted until like midnight or something it was it was dumb and uh and there was nothing nothing ever mentioned about his fiance which you do see later on in the film as being like friends with Abe like the, no, no, no. He wasn't friends. Like that guy. Well, they weren't like enemies or whatever. No, they were. They were enemies. Like he, he, he's the guy, the uh, fiance of Mary Todd. Like he's the guy who was standing up to. Like he was the pro-slavery guy. Oh, okay. So, okay, they were. They had different political beliefs, but other than that, like they weren't. They, there was no, like, scene where, like, ah, oh, I fucking hate you for taking my wife or my fiancé. No. Like, nothing like that. They were just, like, political enemies. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no establishment whatsoever. So every time, like, she was gone, like, I always made the joke that she was, like, out on another date with some with other some guy. With some other guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, it, how this movie just jumped all over the place. It's It's hard to really pinpoint any scene where they really fucked up because just every scene was a mess yeah it really was every single scene i only have a couple more things uh to say and like i i'm done with <laughs> I, yeah i we could really dissect it scene by scene if you wanted to but there's really no point it was just like it would take longer than watching the movie yeah and it was just it was just poorly written garbage yeah like, like you said the physics were the fucking abraham lincoln can do all sorts of things he can he he's almost like superman yes his anger empowers him that much that he can become like Superman. And um, I'm so angry, I feel like I could throw this movie across the, yeah, the world. And, and yet, there's one scene where he gets trapped under a chair. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, why can't why can't you lift the chair? There's like a there's like maybe a hundred and twenty pound woman sitting on the chair. Hundred and twenty is like saying she was super fat. I'm saying more like a hundred pounds. <laughs> Plus the chair, which let's say it's a solid oak chair. Let's, let's be super generous and say it's 60 pounds or something. So you got 160 pounds of weight above you, and it's not even crushing you. You're just under the under the legs of the chair. Yeah, you're just like trapped because you can't just lift big. that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was fucking retarded. Just like this movie. The whole movie was, was just like that from start to finish. And even toward the end, like, Abraham Lincoln eventually has a kid who dies. He uh, gets, like, killed the same way his mother got killed. Then his, his vampire teacher buddy shows up, and uh, and he's still, like, talking to... Like, the vampire teacher says, hey, I can I can bring your son back to life. So Mary Todd says, yeah, do it. Go ahead, bring my son back to life. And Lincoln's like, vampires are terrible monsters. You don't want our son to grow up like that. That's horrible. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> your your buddy teacher friend is doing just fine. He's not a monster. Yeah. It was like, what, what, you could bring your son back. <laughs> Why not? It's like... And also, she she goes at that scene, she's like, I just looked through your journal. All that... <laughs> you, you hunt vampires for a living. This is terrible. It's like, well, let's go way back to the very beginning of the film, which we skipped, uh, and say that on their first date, when they had a picnic, he tells her, I'm a vampire hunter. (laughs) It's like, you never told me. I told you the first time we met. (laughs) On our first date, when you were cheating on your husband, I told you. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's funny, because that that time of the history, it was... um, like like slavery was was going on like blacks weren't considered people it was it's like it's like having that friend who's like anti-gay or something like all gays are horrible except for like i got that one gay friend that i give a pass or something but all the rest are monsters (laughs) like it was it was ridiculous every rule they ever established the only consistency there was is that they ruin every rule and and one of them was like um (laughs) it <laughs> was like the super uh soldier comment that that i had when we were oh, watching yeah. the film like this movie was so bad that we we brought it up because uh 
like during the film where we normally like to wait to save it for the audio but like it was just that bad like we had to do something to get through it but uh like the the guy in the south he was uh um like the confederate leader or whatever he partners up with um with like the head vampire dude and like they join forces so now all of a sudden like you know that vampires exist but like the north still refuses to believe it or they don't know whatever the case is and um and so like the head vampire dude's like hey i will um i will give you like as many vampires as you need to fight your army or fight in your army and uh, and then like that's how they start kicking the north's ass so yeah so the vampires team up with the south it's like why doesn't he just turn the confederate soldiers into vampires like right yeah, why why doesn't he say like, "Hey, I only have so many vampires and I'll certainly give them to you cuz they're all my underlings, they're all my pawns. I'll give them to the south so that the south has a fighting chance. In the meantime, why don't you send more southerners up here to me, human southerners, and we can convert them into even more vampires." Right. And then on the opposite end, Lincoln just says, "We need to start taking steel or uh, silver." Uh, silver plates, silver forks, whatever. We just need everyone's silver so we can fight the war effort. He never explains that we're using this for vampires. And, and everyone's and, on board. They don't know everyone, why. Everyone just surrenders their silver. And then also, like you said, Lincoln doesn't, on the same side, like, make it in... in like The South has vampire super soldiers. So why doesn't Lincoln make super soldiers of the Northerners by telling them the secret that made him powerful? Like, hey... You just got to give in to your anger and hatred. You got to give in <laughs> to the dark side, and you'll get super-powered like me. Yeah. Why doesn't he make super-powered, angry northerners? So he's like the bad guy. He's like... He's he, the Darth Vader. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, like, I feel bad for the head vampire because he mentions, like... Hey, I just want to like live in a world where I'm accepted, like kind of like how black people are fighting to be accepted. But yet he's the South, and like it's it's like to mention another horrible fucking movie. It's like Inception. <laughs> no, that's not. But <laughs> like that's that's it. We'll I'm get just... wrapped up in, in Inception. We start talking about that. We'll be a podcast within a, within a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> It'll be terrible. Um. And then after the war is over, after they're they're done with this this fight, which I could go into the whole train scene and how ridiculous that is, but I I don't even think it's worth talking about. No, it's not. The um the, after after the war is won, it, never does Lincoln say like, "Hey, we almost lost this entire nation to vampires." So maybe I should tell you that vampires exist. And do something to strengthen the nation. Nope. By teaching you how to kill them in the future. What? No. <laughs> now nah, let's not do that. He writes it in his journal, and he oh, gives yeah. it to his teacher friend. Which then the journal apparently disappeared throughout history. Yeah. So we never learned anything. No. We never learned about vampires. And we never. And he even says the vampires like they're not all dead. Some have fled to Europe. Some have fled to Africa. Yeah. Whatever. Like so, he knows the threat is still looming, and yet. He doesn't feel, even with all his hatred against vampires, doesn't feel the need to inform anyone else. He was the worst president of all time. <laughs> and then the next scene, he goes to the theater and gets shot. You don't get to see the like the shooting, but like he no. gets he gets blown away by some guy when he was like the super strong 
like awesome fighter like i don't know it, it was so dumb to, if we wanted to terrible. rewrite this movie we can make it a thousand times better and we were literally just pulling shit out of our ass while you, watching the we film were, yeah we were coming up with different ideas like i said if if we're gonna remake this movie and try to make it better uh the very first thing is i would make the head vampire a black guy and then have this uh this vampire go after uh slave traders He's killing the slave traders. He hates the uh, the whole slavery thing. And then you've got Abraham Lincoln, who also hates slavery, and he wants to uh, he wants to abolish it. But then he learns about the vampire menace, and so w- eventually it comes to a head where he meet Abraham Lincoln meets the head vampire, this head vampire who's a black guy, and um, the head vampire says, "Look, we both want the same thing." We both want an end to slavery and, you know, freedom for all, whatever. I'm only attacking the bad guys. I'm making this nation better. And then you have uh, Lincoln say, no, we can do this through peaceful means. We can end the slave trade and everything through peace and Politics. words. And and then that's when the the evil black vampire would say, no, nah, it, it doesn't work like that. So then then you would have a reason. There's no reason why this Abraham Lincoln in this movie gets into politics. There really isn't. And it's completely pointless. Uh, but if if in our movie he gets into politics to try and get rid of uh, slavery the peaceful way, then you could have the black vampire taunt him constantly. Like, uh, how's, your, how's your politics going? Like, very slow, as usual. Uh, I've been alive for a long time. I've seen slavery in all forms. I've he, like uh, he's been around since Egyptian times. He's seen like the you know the Jewish slaves, and, and you just go through the whole thing. He's like politics doesn't mean anything, and he could constantly be taunting Lincoln the entire time, saying, you know well, what you're doing, you're just wasting your breath. Like violence is the only means to winning this this uh, war of the classes so then it's like a battle of philosophy like abe's like the pacifist right and then like the vampire guys like no we we need to do this through force and and like that would even explain the scene um where where uh, abe puts the uh the axe away like he doesn't want to fight anymore Mm -hmm. um but they never establish in this film why it happens so like you can even use the existing stuff in this film to right. make it better with this story that you mentioned. Like, hell, let's say you came up with that di- idea after it already started filming. So instead of making the head vampire black, like, just make him a white guy who's sympathetic for, like, the black cause. Like, hey, they're people too, you know? Like, you could have done anything to make this film better, and yet, like, what you just did made, like, this an actual, like, contender for a really good film. But no, instead, like this movie was an absolute abortion. It's it's well, like the hardest stuff to sit through when we when we label it uh, with an abortion label. Right when you when I started talking about the differences between like this this black vampire talking to Lincoln, him being uh, Lincoln being a pacifist and uh, like like wanting to do things through diplomacy, and this black vampire wanting nothing but violence because. You know, through history, throughout history, he's learned that like violence solves the conflict. Um, you, you had said like with all those uh, scenes of dialogue, there wouldn't be enough action, and so the people who are making this movie wouldn't have been interested in my idea. Um, and then I said right back to you. 
there's not enough action in this film. Yeah. This film has a lot of boring dialogue scenes and stuff. So like there wasn't a there there was a time where you could have made a decent story and had a decent amount of action and it still would have been fine. Like what I just crapped out today just thinking about it while we're watching the film was a thousand times better than what they actually produced. Yeah. This was very painful to sit through. We kept checking the time. We kept uh going on different tangents talking about how the movie could have been better talking about different things that even didn't have anything to do with the movie whatsoever yeah. breaking we our rules so bored. <laughs> yeah yeah at a certain point like i got down to the end of my page of notes and i that's going to be a rule a personal rule for me like if i can't fit it all in one page then i'm done because right. there's too many problems and uh yeah it's just it, it was terrible awful awful film horrible disgrace to the legacy of lincoln <laughs> Um, is as much as it sucked, like I, I hope they have a sequel, and I hope the next one's uh, JFK. <laughs> yeah, they kind of set it up at the very end that uh, the vampire hunter teacher meets another person, and it would have been funny if that was a person in politics, like you know Nixon or someone, and then you just make them fight mummies or some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, wolverines or something, werewolves. Yeah, I said I said uh, Woodrow Wilson, werewolf hunter, or yeah, something yeah. like that. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it could it could be anything. Uh, this this was definitely an abortion, yeah. without a doubt. Hard to sit through. So I hope you enjoyed our special edition of this holiday episode, and um, hopefully, you know, we, we won't have anything to do next time Lincoln's birthday comes back around. No, I, I think that's it. <laughs> hopefully there won't be a sequel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, enjoy our favorite clip of the show. From my mother. <laughs> That was unlucky. Might have put me out of my misery. Where the hell are you running to? <laughs> no much like chasing chickens. Little boy all grown up. <laughs> there are two kinds of men, Mr. Lincoln. Those that have the guts to pull the trigger. And those who do not. Powder patch ball. Don't mess it up. Were you? <laughs> oh, you dropped the ball, Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? That scene where, uh, where he says, like, there are two types of men, those who have the guts to pull a trigger and those who don't. Um, it's kind of in bad taste, <laughs> considering how Lincoln died. He's saying that John Wilkes Booth had... Uh, had the courage to pull the trigger, and so that makes him a great man. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> I, uh.